Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Coffee and Chat Boxes Podcast. This is episode 16. I'm sorry. This is episode 17. We are one better than 16 right now. I'm your host, Richard Spencer, and thank you again for joining me um, on this adventure to becoming the best version of ourselves and just trying to enjoy life and getting things done. So I'm hoping you're having a, a good week so far. My week has been pretty good. Can't complain. Going pretty well. Exciting stuff happening. I'm exercising consistently. I went, got up this morning somewhat early, about 8 o'clock this morning. Went up and lift a few weights and, and did all kind of cool stuff. And uh, looking forward to this week's football games in the NFL. I'm not sure if y'all are NFL fans or anything like that, but we got down to the final four now, ready to see who's going to be crowned a champion in the next few weeks. It's exciting, and I can't wait to see the end results of it. But uh, let's uh, let's jump right in to the five-minute journal. Let's talk about uh, the things that I'm grateful for. Let's talk about uh, the things that will make today great. And finally, who I am or who, who I'm trying to become. So uh, one thing that I'm grateful for for this week is that tonight, actually, I'm going to be having uh, a dinner with a few close friends of mine, a few people that I met from church or just life in general from school and things like that. And it's always a good time to uh, have fun and, and eat with some people that you appreciate and that you uh, can communicate with and that you can have a good time with and also that can motivate you, right? Like uh, the last time we met up, we talked about all kind of stuff. We talked about Bitcoin. We talked about uh, how the government could be using our phones to spy on us. We talked about uh, Final Fantasy VII. We talked about superheroes. We talked about all kind of crazy stuff. So it should be interesting, the discussion that we're going to have tonight. I'm I'm really grateful for having uh, some friends that I can, um, I can have fun with and that I can appreciate at the same time. And then um, what will make today great is that completing my weekly review. So I'm not sure if I've talked about this too much on the podcast, but each week, either on Sunday morning or Monday morning, I get up somewhat early and I write down all of the things that I want to do uh, for the upcoming week, whether it's career things that I want to do, like things I have to do at the job or with family oriented things, or is it things around the house that I want to do? Um, I include things like doing research for the podcast and recording the podcast and all kind of crazy stuff that I want to do. Um, I just write it all down on a piece of paper and then I try to try my best to schedule the tasks that I want to complete each day. Um, and they just give me somewhat of a overview of the things that I want to do because if you're anything like me, you're trying to complete every single thing that you could think of, but then you realize that you only have 24 hours in a day. And in order to get the things that you want to get done, at least the most important things, I, I believe it's very important to write those things down because if you allow life just to shift you from one task to another, more often than not, you're not going to get the things that you want to get accomplished. There's this concept of uh, having urgent tasks and important tasks. And more often than not, the things that are important to you, like exercise or eating healthy or starting a business or reading a book that can help you become a better leader, those things are important. 
but they aren't necessarily urgent. Those aren't the things that you know you have to get done by 12 p.m. Tuesday or 5 p.m. Wednesday. Those are the things that you know you should do, but more often than not, what we do is we focus on the things that are urgent, things that if we don't get done, we kind of look bad, uh, bad in the face of other people, of people that we let down. And I'm learning that the key to life, the key to being productive, the key to being creative, the key to living the life that you want to live, you have to learn how to put important things first and still get the urgent things done as best as possible. Because if you allow urgent to overtake important, you will never get that business started. You will never get that podcast started. You will never read that book that can become that can make you a better leader because if you have family, if you have a job, if you have a job, if you have friends and family that depends on you, more often than not, you're going to spend more time doing that than reading that book than than writing down that business proposal instead of investing in yourself. So I try to focus, and it's hard because urgent it, it just hits you right like. Once that deadline comes, like you feel it, you get that feeling in your body that you have to get this done. But if you don't write down the important things and schedule those important things that more often than not, you're going to have the same goals for the rest of your life. And you're not going to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And then finally, I wrote down, um, I actually wrote this down today. I wrote down, I am spectacular. And it was funny because the, the, the word spectacular is not, a normal part of my vocabulary, but it just came up in my head when I was writing down my daily journal. And I'm like, man, do I really want to write down spectacular? And I felt it in my heart that I had no choice but at that very moment to put down I am spectacular. Because more often than not, most of us, I would say most of us, most of us don't feel like we are spectacular. We feel like we're good. We feel like we can get the job done, but we don't often see ourselves as spectacular, but you, I believe you have to see yourself better than what you are today. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that right now you're at a current state in your talent, in your uh, abilities, in your way to communicate, and in all kinds of aspects of life. But there's another level that you can reach. There's another level that I can reach. And unless we have the mentality to know that we can reach that level, we will never get to that level. So that's why I wrote down the word spectacular. And I want to let you know that you're spectacular too. Now, you might not feel it right now. You might not believe it right now. But if you get your thought process right, if you have your perception right, in which we will talk about later, if you have your vision right, you're a spectacular person because more often than not, most people are used to living a day-to-day life, going to their nine-to-five, uh, coming home, watching TV for four or five hours and falling asleep. But if you're listening to this podcast, I believe that you know that you have more in you. Um, and if you and if you don't have that feeling, if you don't know that, I'm here to tell you that you are spectacular and you have to, you got to pick yourself up. It's time to get things done. It's time to go from the ordinary to spectacular. So, yeah, I am spectacular, and so are you. And uh, we're going to celebrate that spectacularness, if that's a word. Um, today is a word, right? Spectacularness. It's an adjective. Yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, let's move on to the coffee corner. So I have the same coffee that I had last week. It comes from Blue Bottle Coffee. And it's the Honduras Gaumaca Marivala. It's still good. It's still blessing my soul. I'm drinking it right now. Actually, let me take a, a break. Let me take a second to take a sip. All right, I'm back. And, uh, yeah, it's still good. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to the coffee that I got coming next week. I'm hoping it arrives here before the next podcast. But uh, I put in a, a new order for a coffee that I, that I never had before. It's coming from Kenya. And I'm excited because... Uh, I'm pretty sure I, I'm, I'm I had never had it before, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to be next to spectacular, if you know what I mean. So that's the coffee. But I also have a very, uh, a very special coffee mug. Um, it's white. Most of it, about 95 percent of it, it has a black handle on it. Um, and I'm going to take pictures. and I promise I'm going to try my best to remember to share it um, in the show notes. But uh, it just has a simple message. It just says hubby. Um, and it comes from my wife. Um, and it just reminds me that um, I have a lot of responsibilities in my life, right? Like I'm a software developer at my job. I'm a podcaster. I'm a father. I'm a friend. I'm a brother. I'm, a, I'm all kind of things. We all got so many types of roles. It's hard to uh, number the things of, that we are, who we are as people. Um, but one of my most important roles in life is to be a hubby, to be a leader, uh, to be a person that my wife can lean on, to be a person that is open to listening and understanding. And if my wife wants uh, my advice, give that advice, because more often than not, I'm the way I work as a person more often than not is I'm listening and then I'm responding um, to a situation with an answer or advice. Um, but more often than not, the person that you're listening to just need you to listen and to understand and to see their perspective. And that's hard. That's hard for a person that every day I come to work and I solve problems. That's what I do and that's what I love to do. But as a husband, yes, there are times in which you have to solve issues but more often than not, you're there just to listen, to have, to give your wife a shoulder to lean on. And if she's ready and she and she wants your advice, at that moment, step up, be a man, and uh, give that advice that will help your wife, uh, that will help her achieve another level. So a uh, shout out to Stephanie Spencer for my, my hubby cof- coffee mug. I appreciate you, girl. Now, let's talk about the Good News Network. Let's talk about a guy, 19 years old, teenager, young guy, a guy named Frederick White. Um, and by the way, I got this uh, this information from the Good News Network once again. Um, there's a guy named Frederick White, 19 years old. He went to a Goodwill to buy, um, to buy a lot of coats, to buy some coats uh, not for himself. He actually went there to buy it for some homeless people that he know that he came across. So while he's at Goodwill, um, another guy came and talked to him and kind of understood and realized that he was doing something that on the average most of us don't do, which is go out, spend money, and give stuff to the homeless. Um, And the guy took a picture of him and put him on social networks, and it became a viral uh, success. And it goes to show that – 
I love it. I really do love it when people go out of their way to do things for people that are in need. But he's not looking necessarily for congratulations or to say, hey, I'm doing this or hey, I'm doing that. And think about the way that we look at millennials right now. Right. Like we always say they always about themselves, that they are not about helping others, about working or about uh, all they want to do is just share their life on social networking or whatnot. And the more and more I live, that's that's not true. Yeah, we see that. Right. But we've seen that for generations to come. They just didn't see it on Facebook. We always got people um, that are living their life for their life. But we also always have people that are willing to sacrifice, that are willing to spend money, to spend time, to help other people in need. So shout out to Frederick White uh, for doing an amazing job being a human being and Letting the people know out in this world that young people are more than just Facebook. They're more than just Snapchat. No, they, they are doing a good job, doing their best at a young age to make this world a better place. All right, so let's talk about 2020 vision. That, that's, the, that's the title that I'm giving this, uh, this thing I'm about to talk about. And once again, um, we're in season one of coffee and chat boxes and the book that we are focusing on for this season is the obstacle is the way by ryan holiday we gave a brief i think decent overview of the book last week so if you haven't um listened to last week's episode listen up to it real quick and understand that this book is going to be a blessing to us we're going to it's going to allow us to see the world for what it really is and allow us to to really go out of our way and to uh, become more productive, to see things for what they really are and to act appropriately. So 2020 vision. So uh, in third grade, right, third grade was an amazing grade for me. If I had to rank school grades, I would say third grade was the best. For one reason was because I was like an amazing multiplication machine like i remember in third grade we used to come up and divide this classroom up into two 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 teams and we had to come up one by one and the teacher would say what's three times five right and i was like boom 15 and then she was like okay what's 100 times 100 wait no that's too much for right now let's do what's 10 times 10 i said boom 100 i was quick i think i was undefeated honestly like it's kind of hard to remember third grade in a way, but I, I'm pretty sure I went undefeated in my multiplication tournament um, career. So third grade was a was amazing for me. I had a great teacher, Miss Hester. Um, third grade, I I believe third grade was, was what was set me up to uh, for success in the rest of my life. But third grade was also the time that I realized that I was blind. Well, not completely blind, but I could not see for nothing. So I remember taking a division test in third grade, and I'm like, man, you know what would be cool? If I had to get glasses. So I think I tried to fail the division test. Honestly, the way I see now, I'm pretty sure that whether I tried to or not, I was going to fail that test regardless. So third grade was the time that I wore glasses for the first time. 
And I remember we went to downtown Augusta. We went to uh, Dr. Casella. Um, he checked my vision, and I got glasses for the first time. So me and my mom was walking out of the doctor, and I put on my glasses, and I looked up, and the first thing I saw was a tree. And when I say that tree looked absolutely amazing, it really felt like I saw tree leaves for the first time ever. Like, it was amazing how the world looked to me at that very moment. And at the time, when, when I walked out with my mom, when I put the glasses on and I saw the tree, I said, Mom, I said, it seems like I'm seeing the world for the, fir- for the very first time. And to her, it broke her heart, right? Because she didn't know that her her third grade little boy couldn't see for nothing. I mean, I didn't know any better. I didn't know I couldn't see. I thought the world just looked like the world. But I was excited at that moment because I could see stuff like looking at leaves for the first, to me for the first time was amazing. Looking at the grass, it just seemed like I never saw the world before and it just changed my life forever. And just through that and through just everyday life, right? Like we realize the importance of vision, right? We just naturally understand that vision is important to us. And we also understand that that hearing, right? Like being able to hear, to to talk, uh, is, is just as important. Um, we recognize that our senses, our five senses, right, are very important uh, to live and to, to, to enjoy life and things like that. Um, but as you grow up, as you become a man, as you become a woman, um, the more you learn about life and about emotions and about our thoughts and our thought process, we realize that the way our mind and our hearts react to what we see and to what we hear is just as important as the ability to see and hear in the first place. Because you see, what we see and what we hear in life is not unfiltered, right? What we see and what we hear is not just what we see and what we hear. Our life experiences, our emotions, our DNA, like who we are as a person from the very first time we entered this earth, it paints a filter on what we see, on what we hear, um, on what we read, and even what we smell. It's like our... We have vision, right? We have our eyes to see. We have our ears to hear, right? But our mind, our life, just who we are in general, takes that information, filters it, um, and then presents to us um, something that could be totally different from what we actually see and what we hear. Um, let me try to give you an example to kind of kind of bring it home um, in a way. So back in, I want to say 2001, 2002, I was in college living life, right? Met this little girl. Well, not a little girl. Oh, my God. Met this girl that went to the same college that I went to. Um, and we had a relationship. It wasn't the best relationship at all. Like, it was not good at all. Um, we went through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of pain, right? And I remember through one of the toughest times of my life with this with this young lady, um, Usher was just, man, I don't, you know what I'm talking about, right? Usher, the, the R&B singer, he had so many hits, so many hits. He was just some of the best music I've ever heard in my life. He had this one song that was really, really good. 
is is called Let It Burn. And and basically he was like he talked about a relationship um that was no longer good, that he had to let it go. And he just had to let the pain, he had to let it burn. He had to allow those feelings to just take place, um, have a broken heart, have a have a, a heavy mind and just let it burn and just overcome that relationship that was just not good for him or for her. Now to you when you hear the, the song Let It Burn, you're just like, man, Usher's talented. He was dancing. He was doing some moves that Michael Jackson used to do. It was a cool video. I, I think the trees were set on fire somehow, some bad computer graphics and all that cool stuff. Like, man, to you, it could be just a really cool song. But for me, it takes me back to the day in which I was hurting, to the day that I was on, my, on the phone crying to my mom because... I realized that I had to let it burn. So it's the same song, right? Like you using your ears can hear it. Me, I can hear it. We have the same exact input. But based on my life experiences, um, the way way my mind interprets the song is totally different than the way you interpret the song. To you, it's just an amazing song. To me, it's one of the darkest periods. It reminds me of one of the darkest periods of my life. And what that leads us to is this concept of perception. And that is our main focus for the next couple of months when it comes to reading the obstacle is the way. What is perception? So that's what we're trying to answer today. So what is perception? Perception is how we see and how we understand what occurs around us and what we decide those events will mean to us. So to me, um, you know, I'm a scientist, so I like to kind of, in a way, create um, equations based on what I'm trying to talk about or what I'm trying to understand. So to me, input plus filter equals perception. And if I had to kind of break it down even more, input, which is what we hear, what we read, um, what we smell, all that good stuff, plus filter our life, our mind, our emotions, equals um, what we see and what we understand that is around us. So there's a number of factors um, that plays a role into perception. It's our physical vision, it's our environment that we are growing up around, it's our emotions. It's our ability to be in the moment at that moment. And believe it or not, perception can be our greatest strength or it could be our worst weakness. So why is perception so important? That's because perceptions are the main drivers of our actions. Like if you have a bad perception of a situation, you might act totally different from um, if you had the right perception or a good perception of the current situation. And it takes skill and it takes discipline um, to battle away the past of bad perceptions, to separate the reliable signals from deceptive ones, to filter out prejudice, expectations, fears, um, but it's worth it, right? It's worth it to overcome bad perceptions um, and to leave truth in the main way. And that comes straight from the obstacle, right? The obstacle is the way. 
And I really love that quote. And in fact, I'm going to just read it again. And this comes from Ryan Holiday. It says, it takes skill and it takes discipline to battle away the pest of bad perceptions, to separate reliable signals from deceptive ones, to filter out prejudice, expectation, and fear. But it's worth it for what's left is truth. And the reason why this hits home to me so much is that I'm learning that we have limited control on the input, right? Like the things that we see, the things that we hear, um, we have very limited control on those things. Like the things that, that we see at work, we have limited control because we can't control the people around us. Some of the things that we see around our house, we have limited control in that situation because if you're a parent, you realize that oftentimes you have very limited control of your kids and the things that they do around the house um, and around school as well. But the key is we have total control over the filter. We have total control of how our mind interprets the things that we see and the things that we hear and the things that we read. But I will say that probably most of us, 99% of us right now, don't have the capabilities, don't have the thoughts to actually control the filter, which is our mind, which is our DNA and our life experiences. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to learn how to utilize our control of the filter um, to have the right perceptions of any situations. And here's another quote from The Obstacle is the Way. He says that while others are excited or afraid, we will remain calm. We will see things simply and straightforwardly as they truly are, neither good nor bad. This will be an incredible advantage for us in the fight against obstacles. And if you think about it, that makes so much sense because more often than not, when we reach an obstacle that is preventing us from achieving the success that we want, more often than not, the first thing that we feel is disappointed. We might feel sad at the time. We might feel defeated at the time. If you're like me, you might feel like, oh my goodness, here we go again. I'm almost at the finish line and this happens again. I almost got the contract for this job. Boom, something else happens. Or um, I almost achieved, I almost got the things that I wanted to do, but something happens again. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like, man, I was so close, but something out of my control happened? Um, and that's the way we often feel about obstacles. But now we got to realize that everybody have obstacles. And the thing about it, more often than not, the obstacle that you are having at the moment, there is somebody else in the world that has that same obstacle, but somehow, some way overcame that obstacle. Now, what could be the difference? It could be luck, right? But, hey, we don't have control over luck, so let's just throw that out the window. What do we have control over? And I mentioned it earlier. 
it's our perception. That person that had the same obstacle of not having a father or not having a mother um, that dealt with the same things that you dealt with, they might have a different perception than you did. And that perception allowed them to overcome the disadvantage of not having a father, the disadvantage of of, uh, having a handicap, um, the disadvantage of not being able to learn as quickly as other people can learn, the obstacle of not being able to communicate and influence others the way that you want to. We all have obstacles, right? And we all have perceptions. The difference between overcoming those obstacles can be as simple as having the right perception at the right time. So in essence, what we're trying to do to bring it back to that 2020 vision of when I got my con- my glasses and, and now contacts, what we're trying to do for the next couple of weeks, the next couple of months of season one of Coffee and Chip Boxes, we're trying to put some contacts or glasses on our perception. We're trying to see the unfiltered truth rather than seeing what we think is truth. So perception, yeah, that's it. Perception is key, and we're going to hone on on that. We're going to learn how to change our perception on obstacles and allow the obstacles that we come across become advantages over us rather than um, disadvantages that we often have to overcome. So I'm really excited about <laughs> having the right perception, about having 2020 vision on life and, and just overall just achieving the success that we want to achieve. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm pretty sure that you're excited as well. Uh, next week, I think next week might be the first what I would like to call uh, Freestyle Friday or or Silly Saturday. We're just going to talk about whatever we want to talk about. And then after that, we're going to dive even deeper um, into perception and most importantly, the obstacle of the way by Ryan Holiday. So y'all have a good week, good weekend. Enjoy yourself. Get things done. And don't forget to write down your important goals and don't allow the urgent to overcome the important.